Welcome, everybody, to your favorite day of the week. I am Anthony Irwin, as always, joined by Aaron Larsoul. This is The Hook. Aaron, yes. I know a couple weeks ago I told you that like my Fridays are now going to start with a with moving the lawn right Right. yeah you want to get it you want to get it done earlier in the day so you don't have to mess with that uh that texas heat later yeah 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 well you know and we we can't get you a riding mower yet still maybe after i maybe like one or two promotions from now i'll be able to say all that all all that podcast money you got come on oh yeah so much it's just flowing (laughs) in (laughs) Uh, so I, 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 that was the plan. Um, problem is there is no avoiding the Texas heat now until, unless you want to mow like after sundown, you know, Okay. there is like, you basically wake up now and it's already like 85 plus. Okay. Um, so we decided, uh, us on in the neighborhood who either work from home or have jobs where they can get away for a little bit. We're going to start doing uh, pool days on Friday mornings. Okay. So that's a much better use of my time. That is, yeah. that is, it's such a better way to start off the Friday than coming on here like half dead after mowing this stupid yard of ours. <laughs> do you have, uh, do you have uh, some like beater shoes, some, you know, like Nikes from, or, or maybe, maybe you have those like those dad. No, <laughs> like the not, air not there yet. That just have grass stains all over them. The, the Nike Air Maxes. Monarch, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Monarch. Or some like Air Maxes that you bought in 2007 that are like, just your grass cutting shoes. I think it's like the New Balance like 700 series, which like all kind of potato shaped white people wear with yeah. khakis. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, one of the best. And their uh, white t shirt tucked in. <laughs> one of the best. Uh, <laughs> I'm just what? describing my dad. <laughs> oh, no. One of the best days on on Black Twitter and NBA Twitter, and there's, oh, there's quite, man. A, quite a bit of overlap between Black Twitter and NBA Twitter, which are like yeah. the, at, at least in my opinion the two greatest uh, Twitter communities of all. I think so. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> one of the best days was maybe it was the the twos. I think it was Steph Curry. It was Steph Curry shoes. I think it was the two Steph Curry twos, maybe or maybe they were the four. yeah. Those and like everybody just things. called them like the grass cutter sevens or the, <laughs> I want to speak to your manager nines. Or, it was so good. What a great day on Twitter that was. It was, it was, it was a good one. It was a very good one. Um, so I actually spent, I spent my morning, uh, oh, yeah? Twitter. I, I knew, I knew you probably had a pretty good night seeing as you have Hennessy and coffee in front of you. I do. Normal- <laughs> I do. I, I, uh, I did. And I do, uh, <laughs> I believe that's called balance, right? <laughs> and I just watched, I just uh, last night after the game, watched uh, Kenobi, watched the first two episodes of Kenobi. Oh, which, hell yeah, me too. We can't I talk about so it much good. because so I don't want to spoil it for yeah, people, yeah, so but good. I really enjoyed but, it. But, you know, so that that got me thinking of, you know, the force and balance and bring balance to the to the force. <laughs> so you added caffeine. I think Hennessy and coffee <laughs> at what time is it? 10, 14 in the morning. I believe that's called balance, right? Uh, and speaking speaking of black Twitter, I spent probably the last two hours of my morning just cackling at one thread of, uh, <laughs> so I guess some, somebody that I don't follow. Uh, and I saw this because, uh, uh, Petty, uh, liked it. Yeah. And, uh, so it's basically somebody that I don't know follows. Um, I think it's like an, something that just brings R and B up, right. It shows mm-hmm. videos of R and B. I don't know if it's daily or whatever. And it was color me bad. I want to sex you up. Mm-hmm. Uh, was the video and the song 
and so this dude said, well, I'm not going to say what he said, but basically he alluded <laughs> to shock that Color Me Bath was, was white. Uh, and so I was just, and this is one of my favorite games to play, but I was so, it was going down. I went down the thread rabbit hole and it was just everybody uh, like bringing up all of these artists, bands, artist groups, whatever, that everybody was just finding out were white. Yeah. All these songs. <laughs> and I was cackling because it's one of my favorite things. I think my favorite comment of the entire thread was uh, somebody said like, I, I, I found out they were white like a few years ago when I went to a Color Me Bad concert and watched them. And they had the video of like a snippet of I Want to Sex You Up live. And these dudes were like, I don't know what how old they are now, 50s, 60s, however old they are now. Just yeah. overweight, can't sing anymore. And it was a terrible rendition of their song. And somebody <laughs> said it sounded like he stubbed his toe on a bed frame and was trying to sing his way through the pain. <laughs> I also saw... I want to say it was in Sacramento. I think it was in Sacramento uh, on a Lakers trip a couple years back where uh, Color Me Bad performed at halftime and it wasn't good. Oof. So my favorite, my favorite thing in, um, in NBA stuff along these kind of lines is guys who don't look like their name. Oh, okay. You Give know, me a couple examples. So like Kylo Quinn. Yeah, yeah okay. that's okay. Yeah, yeah. So like Kylo Quinn showed like he. Yeah. If you're just so like when I when I used to coach my little brothers in like rec ball or whatever, you basically show up and they give you a list of names and they give you like they they kind of run through like a quick drill session and all these things, um, and you're supposed to like put a face to the name or whatever. Right. If I if I saw the name Kylo Quinn and then, that's not who you would expect. And then Kylo Quinn went through those drills or whatever. I'd be like. Okay, did we skip somebody? Like, <laughs> it's like when they do when they do all the names in order, like when somebody's graduating, you go up and shake uh, the dean's hand or yeah. whoever's hand. <laughs> like, wait a second, are y'all out of order? Yeah, did we? This doesn't. This isn't. This isn't how that was in my brain. <laughs> uh, I think it always happens most when. Uh, do you remember? Well, you probably don't remember, but he was a uh, a lottery pick. Oh, this is probably, this is, I want to say this is like late uh, to aughts. That's what you call, right? That's the, yeah. like the 2000s, mm -hmm. right? Aughts. I want to say it was like mid to late aughts. And there was a lottery pick. The Warriors drafted a guy named Patrick O'Brien. Yeah. Who was like a seven. Yeah, that's another one. <laughs> yeah, like, anytime, anytime there's a black dude with an Irish sounding name, it yeah. just ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna work, Kyle O'Brien. Patrick O'Brien was like an extra from the town. And I'm like, wait, what? That's not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like this dude from Southie, right? No, oh, well, no, he definitely isn't. This guy, this guy takes Bob Cousy's side in the conversation about JJ Reddick. That's on the, he's he would have been he would have been a superhero back then. Patrick O'Brien couldn't play. Oh my at god! All, and he would have yeah. been a super. They would have thought of him as an alien in those days. And yeah. he may have been a fireman and could have just like grabbed people out of second story windows. He may have been a fireman because <laughs> yeah, even the buildings were shorter back then. Yeah, he yeah. would have been an alien in Bob Cousy's era. Yeah. Um, all right. I guess we'll talk about you since we're uh, I've I've filibustered long enough. I have to talk about the Warriors laying the smackdown again on the Dallas Mavericks. They move on to the finals. 
Um, they are going to be playing the winner of the Heat and Celtics. It looks like that's going to be the Celtics, uh, which just like saying that out loud just hurt. It, so let's did, talk about let's talk uh, about the Heat first then. Well, I I got to I got to okay, finish the rundown. So we're going to okay. so we're going to talk about Warriors, uh, the Warriors winning and then their potential matchups with the Celtics or the Heat. We're going to talk about whether the Heat can come back. Um, we I want to also talk about like there's a lot of confusion on Twitter. I'm noticing that uh, why Lakers fans might be somewhat torn about the prospects of a Warriors Celtics matchup and who they would be rooting for. Uh, I personally, like I would never, ever, ever root for the Celtics, but um, I do think that that situation requires some explanation. And then if we have some time here, um, Steph, if they win a championship here, his resume is going to be pretty damn impeccable, pretty hard to argue with. And I saw it matched up with, LeBron's and it's actually pretty similar minus the finals MVPs, which I do think matter. I do think matter, but um, we're going to talk about that rivalry where Steph stands now, whether we could see a situation where even though LeBron is, I think the uh, unquestionably the better player um, who might wind up with the better career, like that might actually become a debate. Um, So we're going to talk about all of that. Uh, but yeah, let's start with let's start with your Golden State Warriors, Aaron. Here you're, you go, my, you, my you know my adopted team for silver yeah, screen and roll. Yeah, I think I, I think the, the Lakers are technically the, the the Lakers are technically your adopted team. All right, fine. Uh, the Warriors <laughs> are in fact the team of my youth. Yes, that is. Yeah, that is. Uh, they are so the Warriors. How about this? Let me get myself off the hook. The Warriors are off the hook. I'm going to leave the show. Um, uh-huh. The Warriors are the team I follow most closely other than the Lakers. Behind the Lakers, the Warriors are the team I follow most closely because, as everybody who's listening to this probably knows, I grew up in San Francisco. So I did grow up a Warriors fan, yes. Mm -hmm. So uh, the Warriors beat the Mavericks. Yet another blowout these playoffs. It's become a problem. Like, I think this has been the worst conference, like, set of conference finals of my lifetime, maybe ever, but uh, of, of my lifetime for sure. It's been the most boring... I've been the most tuned out and it's not just because the Warriors and Celtics look good. Like it, I know I'm biased in all of that. And I do have a hard time like acknowledging that those teams are good because I hate both of those cities sports wise, actual city, city wide, like San Francisco is a lovely city. Boston Uh, is not. I I enjoyed my time in Boston. I went back there. Have I told you my Boston story? No, but that's because you can pass for white. Yeah, no, I was, it was earlier in the year. So I, I didn't have um, yeah. much melanin uh-huh. going on, but, but <laughs> right. so you didn't, I, have, you didn't have your cut the grass tan going. Yeah. Right. So I, so I was back there in Boston. We were, we were back there. So there was a uh, wedding that we were going to up in Rhode Island. Um, mm-hmm. And I have a buddy who lives in Boston. So on my, and, and Jen was in the wedding. So I had one day where I was just like free. She had to do all the stuff that like as being, um, a bridesmaid like she had all these things to do and i had like a free day that i was able to go down there um go into boston do some tourism and then catch up with a buddy of mine um as i'm rolling into so i i i, I took the train down from from rhode island um into boston mm-hmm. and then i i have done i have done that very same that very yeah. same trip yeah 
I, it was enjoyable. I, I, I enjoyed it. So I was, I took the train and then I had to Uber from the station to, um, I think it was little Italy that I was uh, meeting, mm-hmm. um, my friend at, and I, I hop in the thing and I say, you know, like, Hey, how's it going? Whatever. I was wearing a mask, so you couldn't really see my face. And, um, this guy is listening to locked on Celtics. Um, mm-hmm. he's, they, they, he has that going in the, uh, in the, in the radio that I was, uh, sitting in. So John, uh, shouts to John Corrales. So John is, is talking or whatever. And I just kind of said my hellos and the guy goes, he kind of looks in the rear view mirror and he looks forward and he looks in the rear view mirror again and he goes, uh, you wouldn't, you wouldn't happen to be, you Anthony Irwin, would you? And I go, uh, yeah, yeah. He goes, well, because he's a daily listener there for, yeah. for Locked on Celtics, right? Okay. So, and I used to do Locked on Celtics quite a bit. Like, I would, if the Lakers were getting ready to play play the Celtics, yeah. Yeah. I would hop on there. And then I did some, like, Celtics radio hits and stuff um, out there for WEI and stuff. And so uh, the guy goes, are you? And I go, yeah, yeah, I am. And he goes, oh, yeah, I listen to you all the time with with John, and I go, oh yeah, yeah, I've 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 done the show quite a few times. John's a good guy. He goes, he goes, nice, 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 nice. I gotta say, I go, oh god, what's going? <laughs> uh oh, right, uh oh. <laughs> I gotta say, not a fan, not a fan, <laughs> not a fan, <laughs> <laughs> not a fan. I gotta say, you take quite a quite a few shots here in, in Boston. I don't like it. I go, yeah, well, I hate your city. And he he goes, I can respect that. And and honestly, I can respect the fact that the guy was like, yeah, I just don't like your shit. So it's just like, all right, we're just going to continue in this Uber ride, (laughs) not liking each other until he dropped me off. So that's my Boston story. Now I have two stories. We're we're going to do triple story time here. All right. The only time I have had a a uh, an experience like well no that's not the only time but the time that comes to mind an experience like that uh, we were in New Orleans uh, it was during Mardi Gras so I am walking from I just gotten something to eat and I'm walking to I mean, I, I like to walk around cities um, mm-hmm. just kind of experience them so I go get something to eat and I'm walking to the arena um, it's it's Lakers uh, Pels so I'm walking to the arena. Um, and there's like what I assume is a couple, but it's mm-hmm. not a couple, right? Like beads on and having fun drinking on the street, which you can do in New Orleans. Yeah. And, gets me in trouble uh, in New Orleans. They're like, Hey, you want to like, like, what's up? They say, Hey, you want a, a drink? I'm like, mm, this is going to be the only time in life. I, <laughs> if you ask me if I want to drink, I'm going to say no. Yeah. No, like I'm cool. And, um, so they, oh, what do you do? What are you here for? And I say, oh, you know, with the Lakers and I'm walking to the arena. And um, they're both from L.A. <clears throat> Excuse me. They're both from L.A. So mm-hmm. and OK, so there's we have an R rating on this podcast. Yeah, we're good. So uh, so they're like, oh, are, are you, uh, uh, you know, and the guy says, are you we're from L.A.? Are you are you? Wait, I know you. You're Aaron Larson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh he goes, oh yeah, you do all the podcasts and stuff. And uh <laughs> they go, and so he turns to the girl, and I think they're together. He goes, This guy fucks. And I'm like, what? 
which I think is which is like I'm I'm old, but I think it's slang for this guy is cool, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, for the for the young people, you guys can correct me on Twitter. Um, and the and the girl goes, well, if he plays his cards right, he does tonight. And I went, um, what? Hold now? on. <laughs> what? <laughs> I literally have known you two for thirty seconds. And I think you're a couple. What is what is going on here? But the reason it made me think of your story is because the guy goes, "Wait, wait, you know, do you uh, you know Anthony?" And I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "That dude is great." And I go, "Oh yeah, he is. He's cool." And this is like a couple of years ago before you and I started the show. But obviously, mm-hmm. you and I have been friends for a while and done yeah. stuff. I've been and on you, your you, show. You and whatever. did the show, yeah, yeah. And then he goes, "Wait, you know Pete?" You know, you know, Coach Peter Laker film room, and this was when the world nobody knew what what Pete looked like. Yeah. Now, st- not a lot still, but he's more out there. Yeah, now, right. And so I'm like, he oh, tried yeah, his, yeah. he tried really hard to make it so that nobody ever knew what he looked like. Yeah, so I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. And Pete happened to be uh, in town for the game, and so they're like, oh, we're gonna go, we'll get tickets, we're gonna come to the game. I'm like, okay, uh, and which you can do in New Orleans. Like oh yeah, 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 yeah. They so hand them go, to you at the door. I mean, even even for when the Lakers are in town, it's, it's about three dollars <laughs> to go to a Pelicans game. Although the crowd was pretty good for the playoffs this year, and so the dude goes, uh, "Oh, you got to introduce me." And I'm like, "Do what? I?" After no. this last exchange, I'm, like... <laughs> I'm not going to do that. No. <laughs> so I I go to the game, and uh, I'm kind of wandering around doing whatever I'm doing, and they find me and come up to me. And they're both hammered at this point. The girl is like spilled pizza on herself. Like they are hammered. <laughs> and they're like, oh, which which one's Pete? And I'm like, I'm looking around and Pete is literally like two seats away from me. And I'm like, oh, um, yeah, I don't see him. I don't, I don't think he made it. <laughs> and they still every once in a while are like on me on a... On Instagram, yeah, uh, about like, oh, we gotta, we're in town, we gotta meet Pete. Mm, <laughs> I, I, mm. Look at you, man, good friend, just, just, just diving on that grenade. Just, yeah. just take. T- so, my story, so my story in Boston. One of the reasons I hate Boston. This is actually the, um, the, the trip uh, Rondo made the, uh, you know, that little game winner, offensive rebound made the game winner, and it was also the, the trip that. Uh, that a couple guys got traded. So uh, after the game, we're back. It's all excited, and and Boston is a college town, right? I think it has the most colleges per you know like square inch of it. There's colleges all over the place, yeah. Right, so it feels like that's a going to be a, a good place to go get something to eat late. Stuff stays open late in college town. Mm-hmm. So we get back. It's probably like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Back to the hotel. I'm like, I'm gonna go get something to eat. So I leave, wander around looking for something to eat. Everything is closed. I think it was a Friday or Saturday night. Everything is closed. I'm like, what the fuck is going on in Boston? Yeah. Well, I can't get anything to eat. So I'm like discouraged. It's 1230 or something in the morning. I wander back to the hotel. Still haven't eaten yet. And I'm going to protect the names of the innocent here. There's somebody, one of of our guys, one of the players is in the lobby. Mm -hmm. Like pretty sauced. Yeah. Uh, And it's somebody who isn't on the team anymore. And I go... And he and I are like friendly. He's one of the guys I'm closest with on the team. Mm-hmm. And I go, "Hey, man, what the fuck are you doing?" And he goes, "Hey, Aaron, let's go. Like, let's go grab a drink. Let's go to the bar and grab a drink." And I'm like, 
okay. I think it's closed though. The bar in the hotel was closed. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no. And I go, what are you doing here? Why are you like just hanging out in the lobby by yourself? Right. A little. mm." Yeah. And he goes, you know, I got a girl coming in. So he was waiting, you know, for Uh his girl to come in. And I was like, no, this is, we can't do this. No, (laughs) no. That's why we were going to have, I was going to have a drink and, you know, wait for my girl. I'm going to go, mm, I got stuff up in the room. <laughs> like I got a bottle up in the room. You need to come upstairs with me right now. He's like, yeah, I know, but I got my girl coming. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. You, we can call down and we can call down and the front desk and let her up to your room, but you cannot stand down here in the lobby yeah. intoxicated, just like hanging out by yourself. Yeah. That's I mean, we got to go home, but you got to get the hell out of here. That is not going to work. <laughs> so like, <laughs> I'm, I'm grabbing him. I'm like, go up, we go up to my room, have a drink, right? Call down at the front desk and, oh, you know, his girl, let us know when a girl's here. Okay, go to the room, whatever. You cannot, you cannot hang out in the lobby by yourself drunk in Boston of all places. That is not going to work, brother. It's time to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just, I just direct message you to see if I was to, to, to guess who I think it was. Am uh, I allowed to? Oh, oh, in in the chat here. Am uh, I yes, am that, I right? Yes, that is correct. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that is that is a good guess. All right, all right. So I'm one not I'm one. not gonna I'm not gonna put him on blast, but one that sounds very much like that that one that player. One. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Boston sucks. Boston. I no. I I enjoyed. Look, the food was incredible while I was there. Uh, like you're saying, if you can find if you can find it after ten thirty or eleven. I had the best slice of pizza I have ever had there. Didn't have pineapple on it, so congratulations. Um, actually, it was just yeah. Anyway, let's let's move on. Let's talk about okay. the Warriors and, and all of this. So, Warriors win. They beat the Mavericks again um, handily, yes. And they move on, and they are going to be playing the winner of uh, the Heat Celtics series, which right now leans heavily Celtics. I think. Um, I one, do you think? The Heat have a chance at coming back because I do not. I think this is over. I think they. I think they I get mean, the, chance, the doors blown sure. off of them. A chance, sure, but like, if you're asking me for a percentage chance, it's pretty low. Um, the Celtics are just better. I, I've been saying on this show that there are three teams. I, I think I said this before the playoffs started. Mm-hmm. Um, that there are three teams that could win. I even before we knew the seedings, I said there were three teams that can win the title. It is the Warriors, the Celtics, and the Bucks. Mm-hmm. At that point, we didn't know that the Bucks and Celtics were going to face each other. When they did, I thought the Bucks would win the series just because of Giannis. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cel- but I thought it was very close. The Celtics beat them, so I've been saying for however long now that you know the Warriors and the Celtics are the only two teams they're going to meet in the finals. Part of it is because I think the Heat are frauds, um, and they are incredibly beat up. Yeah, um, I saw I saw a rumor going around today. Somebody said a source inside the the Heat told me that for if this was a regular season game, four of their five starters would not be playing, playing and their six men wouldn't play. So they are incredibly beat up. The Celtics have been pretty beat up too at various times. Um Tatum doesn't look right. Marcus Smart and Time Lord have been kind of in and out. Horford of course missed uh game 1 and then found some miracle cure apparently and was available for game two. Yep. Um, so do I think, and my, and my problem with the heat and you've seen this play out, my problem with the heat all of this time has been, they are so reliant on Tyler hero 
to create offense in the half court and for Duncan Robinson and to a lesser extent, Max Struess to finish offense in the half court. Mm -hmm. And those guys, Struess is okay. He's not great, but he's okay. Hero specifically and Duncan Robinson are so bad defensively and in ways that break down immediately. I mean, at least Duncan Robinson has some decent size and, and okay, but they can get broken down so easily and immediately that it wrecks your defense. Yeah. But they need those guys for half-court offense. Um, and the Celtics are just better than them. And the Heat are more beat up. So do I think, and the Celtics are at home. Yeah. Do I think, if the, if the Heat can get it to game seven, I would still favor the Celtics, but it's more like, 65 35 Celtics at that point. I think tonight is like 90 10 Celtics. Um, yeah, yeah, they just I, the Heat just don't the Heat just don't have the guys. Jimmy Butler has been pretty, he looks his knees is not right. Mm-hmm. Bam, every time that Time Lord plays, even if Time Lord is diminished, Bam looks like he doesn't want to be out there. Yeah, Bam, Bam, especially to me, I think has been the most disappointing player in the series. Uh, he he looks like somebody who should be kind of the embodiment of like the modern center, somebody who's switchable on defense, who can get out and finish, um, who is pretty good at distributing when 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 given like the exact read that he has to make. Um, like he looks I, like I, he should be like the next. He looks like he should be, and at times is like Draymond two point Yeah, like he 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 looks a like more somebody size, a little more athleticism. Yeah, a lot more athleticism actually. But uh, he's also very capable of floating and is really happy to, like, if if the game starts to look like it's going to take him out of it, he does not fight at all to try to, like, re-steer the, the game in a direction that, like, lends itself to his skill set. As yeah. the game gets away from him, he's just perfectly fine, just, like, saying, all right, somebody else, you got you to gotta take care of this. And, like... You know, that's kind of a balance. You do sometimes want to let the game come to you, but if you are as talented as he is and as important as he is to, to what the Miami Heat do, you do have to occasionally put your foot down yes. and demand that the game get back to a, a, a playing style that lends itself to your talents. So he's a- Especially been really offensively when, like, Kyle Lowry shouldn't be out there. Yeah. And, like, Jimmy Butler obviously is diminished. Yeah. Like, there are some... Like, yeah, this this series was begging for Bam to kind of take that next step forward in his career, and he's just he's just floated. He's just kind of uh, you know he time load has taken him out of it. Uh, I think the time lord Horford combination, especially, is something that Bam looks like. Look, we're we're talking about all this in the NBA terms. Um, this is always always relative, but uh, he looks scared out there. Like he look when 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 Horford and Robert Williams are out there together, and Bam catches the ball at the free throw line, he just like looking for something other than attacking to do. Yeah, because <laughs> yes, he knows how that's yeah. going to go. He looks. I wouldn't say scared. I would say tentative. He doesn't yeah. want to attack. Semantics. He's a, you know? all right. Fine. He's afraid to attack. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I mean, like the the closest athlete really ever to scared that I can recall was um god he's a he's an analyst for espn now for he's an old quarterback for for uh detroit he ran out of bounds against my vikings um oh uh orlovsky dan orlovsky yeah dan orlovsky 
he was like <laughs> you're like they've sacked me nine times already i don't i'm not getting hit again he looked legit scared he ran out of bounds to get a safety uh like that's that's the closest that you'll see a professional athlete will like to, will get to looking scared out there and then also like i don't know how much of it was him acting but John Cruck in the All-Star game when he had to face off against Randy Johnson. Oh, yeah, and Randy threw like, it over his head, and he put his helmet on backwards. Yeah, <laughs> for the next yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but, but yeah, I, Bam, like, I won't say he's he's quite as far as, like, a, a Dan Orlovsky. Like, he's not, he's, not, he's not that far out there, but he certainly doesn't look excited to go out there and attack when the game is demanding that he attacks. Like, that's, that's, that's honestly been the biggest key to me um, beyond Miami just being kind of broken down and Kyle Lauer being a playoff rod. Um, <laughs> look, man, all I'm saying is Kawhi Leonard is to Kyle Lowry what Kevin Garnett was to Paul Pierce. That, like, Lowry okay. was going to have a pretty good career. He was, he was a pretty good player compared to other guys in his era. Um, and then he won a championship and it really kind of legitimized the guy. Yeah. Uh, and, and the only reason they won that championship is because was because Ka- Kawhi showed up and, and was incredible. And I know I mean, you're a Warriors fan. I know. I mean, I mean, I mean there, there were some factors on the other side also. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. So uh, we, we're, we're in agreement then. It looks like the Warriors are going to be playing the Celtics. And... Um, this might be kind of a hot take, but I think the Celtics match up really well with uh, the Warriors. I, I thought I agree, I agree with that. I thought that the the biggest reason that Dallas didn't really have a chance going into this was they play a help and recover style defense, and you can't do that against a team that is as good as shooting as uh, Golden State is. The Celtics have the athletes and the size out there on the perimeter to be able to switch everything. And I think that will make the Warriors a lot more uncomfortable than they've been basically in the playoffs to this point. I mean, they were pretty uncomfortable against, um, for a lot of the same reasons, by the way, against Memphis. Yes. Um, but I think, I think the Celtics are like a better version of what the, of what Memphis was trying to do. I, I, I agree with that. I, I, um, I saw somebody posted on Twitter today that, um, Vegas has the Warriors, uh, minus one fifty five. Um, which is a pretty sizable favorite yeah. against uh, the Celtics if it's the Celtics, and I think it was minus two ten mm-hmm. um, if it's the Heat, which is a very sizable favorite. I would favor the Warriors, but I think it's pretty close to a toss up. Um, yeah, I would bet if that was the odds I was getting, I would bet Boston. Ooh. <laughs> um, I, Ooh. I so I agree with you. They do have they. They do Dallas. Uh, Boston does have athletes, and they don't play anybody other than Kevin Kevin Pritchard of Portland, uh, than Peyton Pritchard. Mm-hmm. That is like you feel like okay, that's a guy I'm going to attack. Um, yeah, Grant Williams is really good on defense, and their starting lineup, uh, you know, the two Jays and Marcus Smart and Horford and Time Lord. There's nobody to go at and yeah they can switch just about everything um and kind of the the underlying part of the the dallas problem the reason that they had nothing for the warriors is there's nobody at the rim and mm-hmm. steph is going to get to the rim against luca whoever is luca's guarding yeah is going to wiggins uh steph jordan Poole, 
is going to get to the rim. Jordan Poole and Steph are going to get to the rim against anybody. Um, and there just isn't anybody back there to do anything about it. That's not the case with, 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 uh, with Boston, depending on time Lord's knee. Um, cause he doesn't look right either. And he's missed games and there's been moments in games where his knee is bothering him. So health is going to be a big part of all of it, which is why it's always important to win series as quickly as possible. Um, but I, I agree with you. I think, I think Boston is going to be a real tough matchup. And I, and I think if it is Boston and the Warriors, I think you're going to see some competitive close games. And I think this is going to be so. a series that, you know, maybe makes up for all of these blowouts we've seen, but I, I think you're right. Um, but the problem again, though, is that like, it's still the underlying and determining factor in all of those games is going to be who's hitting their threes. And yeah, yeah. Like, the Warriors, that, that's um, why we've had so many blowouts is because it's just correct. a matter of who's America. making the threes. Yeah. The Warriors, and this was why I didn't think Dallas really had much for the Warriors, but this is why I was worried a little bit about Dallas's offense um, as it relates to the Warriors is because the Warriors have a terrible habit of overhelping when there's no real need to and giving up wide open corner threes. Mm -hmm. Dallas made a bunch of them in game four and made a bunch of them in game two in the first half of game two. Um, the Celtics can get pretty hot and cold from three. Um, but the Warriors help that Warriors habit of overhelping can be a problem because Grant Williams can stand in the corner and make them. Horford can make them. Marcus Smart here and there. Tatum and Tatum and Brown are pretty hot and cold, but their time Lord is the only dude where there isn't somebody that you cannot worry about shooting other than time Lord. So the Warriors bad habit of overhelping when it's completely unnecessary and giving up wide open corner threes, I think will bite them against the Celtics. Shouts to Grant Williams, man. Like I I'm so happy to see it like a, a you know, the occasional lima bean shaped person <laughs> having success against some of the most lima bean. he does kind of look like a thumb doesn't he yeah man he's a big toe like he uh, <laughs> to be fair though he was the sec player of the year so no, he's, I mean, like, he's really effing good and he's been yeah. really important throughout these playoffs that's what i'm saying like shouts to him because he can he be that shape he can be that shape and still be as important as he's been throughout these these playoffs like yeah and and i don't know what miami is making a mistake um you know he made i think he made seven threes in one game and part of miami's strategy has been like miami gives up a bunch of threes but this is you got to and this was this was no it was he made a, seven threes against uh against milwaukee and milwaukee always is going to give up open threes mm -hmm. that is their thing but when it's grant williams he's shot 41 percent on the yeah. season he's not the dude to leave if yeah. you're gonna let him stand there and have his feet set, especially in the corner, he's going to make threes. Yeah, it's it's the thing where, like, we see it sometimes with, uh, like, last year or the year before with Caruso, where mm -hmm. a player looks a certain way and teams just kind of convince themselves because a player looks a certain way that they can either go at that player or leave that player alone. And I think, mm -hmm. like, I, I really think Grant Williams looking the way that he does um, makes it so that these teams feel more comfortable playing him a way that they shouldn't play him. Just like Caruso being a white balding dude made teams think like, yeah, we can go at that guy 
and you know, in both cases, you find I out. Advise. I would not advise. <laughs> you find out. Um, I all right, would let's not advise. So let's explain. I want to explain some of the Warriors Celtics stuff and why Lakers fans are more torn than uh, one would maybe think going in because the Celtics are participating in a finals. Yeah, uh, you would just think that like everybody who roots for the Lakers is going to hate the Celtics enough to where they're going to root for whoever is going on, who whoever they're playing. I think the Warriors, for a lot of Lakers fans, are the only team that they would think about it with. They would just kind of consider a little bit. I I mm, I, I mean I think you're probably right, but maybe the Clippers. Nah, I don't think Lakers fans care enough. I I, I don't think it matters. I they think don't, Lakers they don't, fans like lording over the Clippers that you have a grand total of zero. But banners. like we know how it's going to go if the Celt- if the Clippers ever play in the finals. Like until it doesn't, I guess. But it's yeah. a franchise of losers. Until they prove <laughs> that they aren't losers, uh, I will not take them seriously. But um, but like with the Warriors, though, the difference I like to me the difference between the Warriors right now and what, where the Clippers are right now. Because the Clippers are trying to get to where the Warriors are, not just in terms of like organizational success, but in terms of respect from the Lakers and Lakers fans, who mm. are like they try so hard, man. They're that. Did you ever watch Mad Men? No, but I've heard. I mean, I know what it is. But, but no. you know the scene where Don Draper is getting into the elevator and the no. smaller guy. But he's the main is, character, right? No. But yeah, I the don't main, know, the but... main, like the super look, good-looking guy. Yeah. Crazy wealthy and all these things, yeah. and it's like he gets into the elevator, and this other character is this shorter guy forget the guy, the character's name. He goes like, uh, something along the lines of like, I don't know how you sleep with yourself at night. I, you know, loathe you and all these things. And then Don mm-hmm. just kind of turns to him. It's like, I don't even know who you are. And then the elevator doors close, you know, yep. like that's how Lakers fans feel right now about the Clippers. Right. Is that like, they're, they're trying so hard, uh, street lights over spotlights, mm-hmm. we over me and all these other, LA our way. Uh, yeah. LA our way. All of these stupid, slogans that they that they threw out there to try to get um attention in the la market and like look yes it's the clippers that's they, they have to try you know yes. they're, they're gonna fail but they they have to try yes. um and and the difference between the clippers though and the warriors and the reason why the warriors are even on the, the lakers radar right now is because the warriors fucked around and won like the war the warriors have won a, three a championships right, yeah a lot Right, like the until until the Clippers actually have some basketball success, like they're always just going to be the Clippers. Um, and I think with the, with the the Lakers and Warriors thing, Lakers fans, because there's a lot of crossover between Lakers and Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Um, there's they're, they're already not going to like the Bay, you know. They're, they're, yeah, I think that's a, there is a rivalry. Even outside Citywide. of sports, there's a rivalry between Northern yeah. California North and Northern Cal- California. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. But for a long time, by the way, like that was mostly one-sided. I remember going up to uh, my, my in-laws used to live in San Jose. Mm-hmm. And um, we're close to San Jose. And uh, I guess closer to Santa Cruz. So we, we would go up and visit. And I, would, I, I remember going up there one, one year and I wore a Dodgers hat. And like mm-hmm. I sat down at this restaurant or whatever. And because I don't really think of like until until the 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 giants won a couple world series i didn't really think of like i mean i already didn't like them much and the the dodgers and giants play each other like 47 times a year so like (laughs) i already don't really like them that much but it's not like if i saw somebody wearing a giant's hat i'd kind of give them the side eye or whatever not not then anyway 
Um, when, when, I, when is this? This was, this was, I think, bef- the year that the Giants won their first World Series. 2000, what did they win? Like 2008, 10, and 12? It was like every other like year. That. Like yeah. even, even year Giants bullshit. Yeah. So... But the Giants um, and Dodgers are like one of the great rivalries. Oh, for sports. sure, for yeah. sure. But it's not like it. The Giants were the laughing stock, though, for a long yeah. Time. They, they it was just it, and and it's not like the Dodgers had any amount of crazy success either. They hadn't won a World Series since '88. So I'm aware. Yeah, Blake Chinan, man, he's been I'm he's aware. Been hurt Thank all year, you. but but so yeah, I was I was, um, I was I was I was at the two games in Oakland. I'm aware. Oh, you were there for that. Yeah, I'm aware. Oh, we should talk about that sometime. So, thank you.